recorded live in Morgantown and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, Deshaun Butler, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast. You, it's your boy, Jay Flo. It's your boy, Kevin Jones. Ashley Marengo is out today. Deshaun mm-hmm. Butler is MIA. Yeah. It's the final forecast. Can we call ourselves the final two cast now? The final or, two cast. Or like did it. that not work? How, how many episodes we got just you and me? I don't it's think Butler. we got any episodes, just two people. I think we at least had three. Oh, true. I don't know what they De- I don't know what Deshaun. I ain't talked to Deshaun like a month, bro. Hell you got going on over there. <laughs> he just be disappearing. There's always welcome. A seat is always open. You hear that day? <laughs> well, what's good? First, well, first, let me start off just by saying RIP to the to the legend. You know what I'm saying? Neighborhood Nip. Yeah. Nipsey, Nipsey Hussle's gone down in uh, LA. If you don't know who Nipsey Hussle was, he was a, a rapper slash entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? He was. He was big in in the community man just known for giving back to the community because a lot of people talk about you know what i'm saying giving back to the community and and providing for their own people for the black community in general and he he was really all about it man yeah man he uh that dude was super smart too just from watching all his interviews and um everything just the way he talked he articulated himself very well um, and and he's a rapper, so it just goes to show you that people can be more than just one thing. I know people sometimes look at rappers or people who are, who've been in gangs, and they just be like, "Oh, this person's not smart. This person is one way." But it shows you like there's more sides to person than just you know one side. So he definitely showed me that, bro. He was an innovator for sure. Facts. That's yeah. Uh, I mean, basically, he's the 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 story. You know what I'm saying? Of everybody in the hood that that comes from the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like. Started off as a, you know what I'm saying, gang member or whatever, but uh, turned his life around for real and, you know, for, for the better. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's sad to see him go, man. Like, it's just sad. I ain't really listen to it. You listen to any Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle music? No, I can't even lie and say I did, bro. Um, I, I listened to a couple songs. There's a couple songs that I like, but... I have I wasn't really an avid listener, so I can't even sit up here and lie. But I like the dude as a person, just like I said from all the interviews that I seen him do. I, I like his his style, what he was trying to do for his community, like you said. So that that took it more way further than music for me. Yeah, I yeah same. I, I ain't really listen to his music like that. I wasn't really hip to it. That that West Coast style music, you know what I'm saying? But uh, definitely paid attention to his entrepreneurship and and his 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 mind for like building wealth and all that stuff you know what i'm saying so rest right. in peace rest in peace to him man and it's just a, it's sad how he went out you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. went, went back to the hood this probably just good segue into the next topic but uh he just went back to the hood you know what i'm saying he basically owned a shopping center and uh where he grew up at in his hood and stuff so yeah uh, and, and, yeah that's he, yeah that's crazy 
yeah, he basically went back there and, and basically just got shot, like, shot there, like, where he was born and raised in the hood and stuff, so. And, I mean, we, we don't know, nobody really knows, but, like, Nipsey's family or him or the dude that shot him, but it's, like, it's, it's a disturbing trend that when you get a certain level of fame or notoriety and you go back to your hood, you end up getting killed by people from your hood. And and that's kind of crazy to me because it's like you want to put on for the people in your hood and you got you want to say you got the hood on your back. But then these are the same people. Not I want to I don't want to say all the time, but most of the time it seems like these are the same people that's killing you, you know. So it's it's like where like where's the justice? Where's the like it, it's just crazy to me to think that way that you try and do so much good in your neighborhood and those most likely be the people that end up killing you. Yeah. I mean, like. <laughs> it's it's a it's a lose lose situation, man. Like if you don't go back to your hood, they say like, oh, he's changed and mm-hmm. he's not keeping it quote unquote keeping it real. You know what I mean? Like oh, he's fake now. He he forgot about the hood or whatever. But if you do go back, you you you're in danger from somebody. You know what I'm saying? That's just yeah, basically just jealous of. You making making it out the hood like these haters, man. Like, uh, like the the dude, like I don't know, I don't really know who he is, but he was in their circle. You know what I'm saying? Like the the guy mm-hmm. that shot Nipsey Hussle, like he was in their circle. I'm not really sure the specifics of, of what went on, but like this dude grew up with Nipsey Hussle, man. Like they were, yeah. from my understanding, they was once friends. So yeah. it's just crazy, man. So. So do you think, so just to ask you a question, let's just say you get a certain, not saying that you're not like famous, people don't know who you are right now, but if you get a certain level of fame where a lot of people know you, you have a lot of wealth that's publicized, um, would you move back to your hood just to say, just so you can say that you kept it real? Or would you want to go to a place? I mean, of course you go back and visit friends and family, but it's like, would you move back there or, or put an establishment back there like, like Nipsey did? Uh, just to have, see, it's the difference between like going back and staying there and, and opening businesses back in your neighborhood and, and providing opportunities for the people there. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you can give back to the to the community that you grew up in without having to live there. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I don't know if I would live. It's not that, like really dangerous. I mean, I know y'all get the perception. Y'all hear Waldorf and y'all think like gunshots and all that. Get stuff. the. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's not really that bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm good in my hood. You know what I mean? But then again, Nipsey Hustle. You know what I'm saying? They call him Neighborhood Nipsey. You know what I'm saying? So. You never know, man, how somebody may be feeling. I, I think like people just get jealous because they see someone who made it out of the same situation and circumstances that they were in. You know what I mean? And they're just mm-hmm. sitting there like they're wondering why, like, damn, why the why the fuck is he why did he make it out and I'm still here? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that's kinda so I think that that kind of weighs in on people and some people get the the misconception that you're, you know what I'm saying, shining or stunting on them mm-hmm. or acting better than they are. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've got that before, like, from some of my old friends and stuff. Or, oh, you think you better than us now? Like, I'm like, how? Like, how? You feel me? But, yeah. 
I mean, but the reality is though, bro, and it's not, you know, it's not a shot at them is that you, you might be better, bro. You might be in a situation where, and I say, when I say better is that you change your life for the better. Like you're moving on to bigger and better things. You don't have that same mindset that they may still have. So in, in reality, you are getting better. It's not, you're not downplaying them, but you're like upright, like you're uplifting yourself and there's nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of times people feel guilty and like i think it's called survivor's remorse that you know people make it mm -hmm. big and they and they feel guilty because they feel like they're leaving their neighborhood behind and leaving their old friends behind where in reality you're doing what's best for yourself and you shouldn't feel guilty for that at least that's what i think that's a fact that's a fact like yeah basically man like when the older i got that's just the more i realize i just can't be doing the same shit. And I, I realized that at an early age, like when I committed to to college, and I re I realized like I could actually have a future in basketball. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't be out on the street or, or out at all types of hours of the night, just doing the dumb shit my friends was doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, we 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 used to do some fucked up shit. You know what I'm saying? Like just being kids, but. At a specific time, you know what I'm saying? I think it was like 10th or 11th grade. When I went to private school, I was like, man, I can't be doing some of this shit, man. And I tried to bring, uh, you know what I'm saying, my boys in to my side. Because I went to private school. Yeah. So they would they would come up. to It was like an hour away. You so went to Cranbrook? <laughs> <laughs> That's a private school. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> I had to get that one in. <laughs> I went to, I went to, uh, from 11th and 12th grade, I went to, I transferred from my public school, which is in the hood, you know what I'm saying, Waldorf, mm -hmm. and <laughs> to, to a private school, it was like an hour away. And I, I really wanted all my friends to come to school with me, man, like, because I got recruited for basketball. I, I told my coach, like, yo, I want my whole starting five to come with me, you know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, they didn't have, like, the money to get them there, you know what I mean? But yeah. they were used to they used to come up and and go to my games and stuff. And you know, at private school, they be having like house parties and shit. You know what I mean? Like at these big I, ass I don't know. I wouldn't know, sorry. Oh well let me tell you. <laughs> they they have like house parties at these big ass mansions and like the parents like provide the alcohol and stuff. <laughs> Damn. It's crazy. It's, it's a different world. Yeah, they're like they're, the reason for it is if they're going to be drinking, they might as well be drinking it at my house. Yeah. So they're they're like all they're like up. They stay upstairs, and all the kids are just having a big ass party. But yeah, that's besides. I used to just bring my friends from the hood to these parties and shit, and it was like they was just they just saw a whole different world, man. Like, mm -hmm. so I had I remember we went to some parties and they was just stealing shit out the house. <laughs> yeah, you know wow. what I'm saying, like, yeah. and then at a certain time, it's like, man, you, I can't be associated with that shit because that shit's gonna fall back on me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's gonna be John Flowers brought such and such to this party and they stole some shit. This is that. So basically, John Flowers stole some shit from my, exactly. from my house party. So, I mean, you just gotta separate yourself from from dumb shit sometimes, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's the sad. The sad reality is that most of your friends you do outgrow. You know, like that's just the that's just life. 
you you're not gonna have the same exact circle. We all want to have the same exact circle we had from the beginning, but it doesn't always work out like that. And if it does work out like that, then that's a blessing. You know, if you got the same friends you've had forever, because yeah. you know that they're really there and they're they're always gonna be there. But most of the time, it doesn't work out that way. So I mean, that's the sad reality of it. Yeah, I got the I got the same friends from the jump. I mean, one of my circles. You feel me? Like from from elementary school. Shout out to So Icy, you know what I'm saying? Waldorf boys. <laughs> I'm lucky enough to have those same friends, but we do recognize that like shit changes over time, man. Like people have kids, people get married. Mm-hmm. So that's that was probably like the first like changes that I saw. Like when I got a girl, like was got serious with her. Yeah. Cause like you know how you have rules and shit like growing up about girls and shit like dumbass shit like bros before hoes and <laughs> all, like you whipped and all that other dumb shit. Mm-hmm. So once I started choosing my my wife over them, they started looking like oh what the you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, just just but, like elementary stuff like yeah, but that's cool. I mean, that's that's why we still cool though because they. Respect the fact, you know what I'm saying? They respect my relationship, respect my life, you know what I'm saying? They understand that shit had to change, man. That, that's why I fuck with my my friends and shit, too. Exactly. And that's how you know that they're your real friends is because they respect the growth. Like, anybody who sees your growth as, like, as something bad for them, though, like, is, is they're not your friends, for real. Just just telling you, or they don't, they don't deserve to be your friends because... If you see somebody else growing and you try and stop their growth or asking them why they changed, I, I just don't feel like you're you're somebody's friend. But yeah. Yeah, at the same time, I'm happy to see my friends grow too, man. Like exactly. I don't want to call nobody up, but shout shout out to my man Quan, man. I, that boy, I seen him go through a lot of changes, man. He own his own clothing line company now. Shout out to uh Styles by Quan SBQ. You know what I'm tough, saying? Clothing tough. line. Get I'm still waiting for my shirt, though. <laughs> he said he had a shirt for me. I'm just saying. I, I didn't want to call a, him out. I did have a shirt for you. I kept So you shirt. took this shit. All right. Yep. That shit's <laughs> fire. <laughs> but I remember, though, like, we went to a club one time, and he got into it with some people. Shout out to uh, Love Nightclub in D.C., man. We went out to a club, like, when I was in college. And like he got into it with some people. Me and my boys, like we separated. So we mm-hmm. was going, Quan was going one way, he was going another way. We just saw a whole bunch of commotion. He got in a fight or whatever with some other boys he was up there with. So we ran back. Like he was kind of mad at, at our other boy because he ain't helped fight or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the fight was over by the time we got there. And he was like, one thing that stuck out to me, he was like, John, I ain't expect you to fight. Like at the time, I took it like, "What the fuck you mean? You ain't expect me to fight, yeah. bro?" He was <laughs> but, saying you was a <laughs> <laughs> nah. I, I mean, he was just. I mean, basically, that just showed me like he understood. Like, I got bigger shit to worry about. Yeah. I can't be out here fighting and getting in trouble and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because trying to get somewhere. Exactly, but, and he valued, and he at the end of the day, he valued your life. You know what I mean? Like he valued yeah, yeah. that you had a lot of shit going. Not not that everybody life isn't valuable, but that you had a promising future. You had a lot of stuff going on, so he was like, he yeah. don't want you to be involved in that anyway. 
So that's yeah, that's a real friend to me. Yeah, hopefully that's that's what he meant. Or you just Honestly, ain't have hands. That's that was one or the other. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the type of shit though that people gotta worry about when they go back to the hood though. You know what I'm saying? Like dumb shit like that. Like, oh, if you if you did like think if he was just like one of them dudes that's like, oh, he didn't fight, so he a bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now I'm trying to quote unquote keep it real and I'm out here fighting. And doing all types of dumb shit. Then it's the headline says, you know what I'm saying? Washington basketball player gets in a brawl at Love Nightclub in DC. Exactly. So, and you end up looking stupid at the end of the day. <laughs> so stupid, so, bro. About it, over nothing though. Like yeah. it really is nothing. a lose lose, bro. You like you can't win. Like you there's never a balance. I don't think anything is ever a good is good enough for anybody. So at the end of the day, you just gotta you gotta do what's best for you. And no matter if people feel some type of way about it, it's it's fuck it, you know, because it's your life at the end of the day. So you gotta do what what makes you what makes you the best person so yeah and what another thing like going back to nipsey hustle like somebody shot him like in his that he was familiar with like his crew like he's in pictures with him and all types of stuff you know what i'm saying so that's why another reason why i like keep my circle real small like keep be aware of the people that's around you too man it's you gotta well me personally like i get a vibe from people and the energy they put out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Not saying that Nipsey didn't. Nipsey was just a good dude, man. Like he just wanted to help everybody. But yeah. I keep it's 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 uh quality over quantity, man. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's not about having a lot of friends, it's about having the right friends in your circle that's gonna that sees what's gonna help you more than they hurt you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly, man. At the end of the day, man, R.I.P. Nips, R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle. He did, he did a lot in his, you know, because he was only what thirty three, so he was still type young, bro. So he did. I feel like he did a lot on this earth. He inspired a lot of people for the time that he was here. So we just got to give him his, you know, his just due, and hopefully we can have another, you know, Nipsey Hustle in in that sense coming up and showing people the right way to do things, try and take people out of the hood and inspire people again. Why? Why you think is that? Like people wait for someone to die to get there. You know what I'm saying? Society kind of messed up, bro. It really is, bro. I, I, I don't know that because it happens all the time. Like people do not want to give people their just do while they're alive, and I don't yeah. know why it's like that. Is is really is messed up for real? Yeah, it is kind of weird, bro. But yeah, it is. It is. I think I don't know. Maybe they just. Get more of a spotlight shine on them when they're gone, I guess. No, it's true because didn't I, I think I seen something where his album, like his sales spiked up since he died. And I'm like, yeah. dang, like he would have, I'm sure he would have loved that while he was alive. You know what I mean? Like right. all the same support. But right. I, I, I guess, I don't know, man. I guess you, as long as you showing support, but still, I, I feel like he would have probably wanted it more while he was alive. You feel me? Right. I don't know why that. It's just weird, bro. That more people are gonna show up to your funeral than your birthday party. You feel me? Damn, I never heard that one before. That's that's deep. <laughs> yeah, that's I get tough. pretty deep on here. All You're right. <laughs> I tried to give you a compliment. <laughs> Sometimes for the final four, cause I get pretty deep on here. You know. What I'm saying?
West Virginia, your team, Best Virginia, needs your support. Sign up for an account at thetournament.com and write in Best Virginia. You were you were talking about something, and I was like, um, I was like, dang, this would be something good to talk about. And you were talking about, uh, you know, when you started, when you had your wife, and you started having your girl, and you were serious about them, and um, you know, your friends, uh, your friends seeing that, and you know, backing off and and giving you your space and letting you grow as a person, like when, as far as growing as a person, do you? <laughs> Like this is this is kind of has to tie into. Don't start no shit, man. I I I am I am gonna start some <laughs> shit right now. Do you <laughs> do you think it's okay for a male to be in a relationship with with someone and have a female friend, or vice versa, for a woman to be in a relationship and have a male best friend? Cause I cause all right, I know there's platonic relationships. But I just feel like, man, like that's kind of crazy to have another man or woman next to your your woman or man, and and like like you are. It's it's kind of it's kind of weird to me. Yeah, I was I was just thinking. I'm not thinking about. It. I had a I just saw a video on this. <laughs> like my thing, like I saw a video on this. That shit kind of pissed me off because the dude was basically saying like. You shouldn't have female friends, like so. Basically, he's making he's yeah, he's basically making it look bad for everyone that has female friends. I don't, I don't, I hate when dudes do that shit, bro. Like, if you have a problem, if you personally have a problem being around females, and you know what I'm saying, can't control yourself around fe- your female friends, then what the fuck? Like, that's your problem. Exactly. You don't, don't try to put that on everybody, <laughs> every other man. Cause every other man don't think like that. Right. You exactly. know what I'm saying? Like shit, I, that shit kind of pissed me off. But yeah, I think you can have female friends, man. Like what's the difference between me hanging out with Ash or, or hanging out with you? You, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like why can't me and you go out for drinks and me and Ash can't? I, I think, I think that, that that's true. But I also think it comes into like reality, like of if a woman thinks another woman is attractive or not. Because so if you they can't have a so you can't have attractive friends. No, I'm not saying that you can't, but I'm saying the it's gonna be natural for the woman to be, you know, to feel some type of way if the if the other woman is attractive, if your friend's attractive. Oh, I see what you're saying. You get you get what I'm saying because it's like yeah, you're saying that the jealousy and security. Yeah, and, uh, and I think and and I don't know and I don't want to say it's jealous like jealousy, but yeah, definitely like insecurity that some because. To them, in their eyes, I'm sure it looks like a potential like prospect for my for my man, and they already friends. And you know, they say like your friends start like your woman starts out as your friend at first. Yeah, yeah, that's how my relationship started. <laughs> but I didn't. I don't know, bro. Like my my relationship didn't have to be what it was. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it didn't. I don't know how it got to where the fuck we are now. Honestly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, most relationships do start off as just friends. But yeah, that's what we were saying. It was just like temptation. Yeah, and it's like why why have that temptation around? Like yeah, and I'm like, it's not. First of all, you don't beat temptation by avoiding shit. You yeah you beat tem- I think you know what I'm saying. You don't yeah. beat temptation by avoiding shit. You beat temptation by really not 
being around this shit and really not having the the need or want to, you know what I'm saying, do the shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what I think. Some people say it's a dumbass philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everybody has their everybody has their thing. Everybody deals with stuff differently. So what what's good for you may not be good for someone else. You know what you believe in, somebody else may not believe in, but I get what you're saying though. Yeah, I mean, basically I think it just comes down to trust, like how much you trust your your partner. Yeah. So, I mean, that's true and, and, and like how the friendship started you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I'm not about to you just gotta be smart man you know what I'm saying like it depends on like where, where y'all met at how does y'all start talking and all that shit like that like yeah if if a dude tried to holler at my wife you know what I'm saying like went smack at her like I don't think that they should be hanging out because I know that he's attracted to her. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Exactly. That's just kind of weird. But other and than that, that's how life works, man. Like you just can't stop talking to the opposite sex. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think it also comes it also comes down to trust too because the, I feel like the worst thing you can do is tell someone that you're okay with something and you're not okay with it. I feel like just get it out in the open, like. You know, maybe the person, maybe like if you tell your wife, like, yo, I'm not okay with you having a male best friend or I I don't feel comfortable with it, then y'all can talk about it. Like, you know what I mean? Have an open conversation about it. She may change her mind, she may not, but at least the conversation is there and you're not just sitting there being like, oh, yeah, I'm okay with it. And behind you, like, yo, I don't trust this nigga. Like, you know what I mean? At least you put it out in the air, you know? So that's the worst thing you can do is is not talk about it. So you would put it out in the air and just see what happens after that. Yeah, like for you sure. would you wouldn't necessarily tell her to stop hanging out with the dude, would you? No, I would or never would tell I would never tell my wife what to do. Yeah, yeah. That's totally I feel the same. I would never I the tell my wife way. what to do, bro. Yeah, I feel the same way, bro. Like I don't believe in like rules. Yeah. Like I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't even believe in saying that's that she's mine, like you know what I'm saying? Like she's my property. Like that's mm-hmm. my that's my girl. Like get your own. I don't even believe yeah. saying saying that shit because she's a grown ass woman. Like you know yeah. what I'm saying? And she had <laughs> like, a life she before could, she met you. <laughs> facts. She yeah. could she could have, you know what I'm saying? She could do whatever she wants to do, but she does have to suffer the consequences of her actions. For sure. If if you know what I'm saying, if something happened then we'll deal with it from there. But I'm not about to tell you who you can and cannot hang out with, what time, I mean, like, what time you have to be in the house and all this other wild shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because somebody going to do what they want to do regardless of what you say anyway. So (laughs) if somebody really want to do something, they're going to do it. So just let them, you know... Uh, it's it's kind of like the old expression I heard, like give your give a person enough rope to hang themselves. Like it, I don't want to make it sound like that, but it's just like, all right, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna tell you what to do. I'm gonna see how you handle it. Like I'm gonna see what what you personally do without rules. Facts. Yeah, so. facts. <sighs> facts. So the, like, yeah, like I don't. The fuck is I gonna say? <laughs> I don't have like. Rules in a relationship. Like, how do you judge someone? Like, you can't really tell someone's true character if you're always telling them what they can and cannot do. You never know, like, what the fuck they want to do. Exactly. Like, if I if I say, yo, you can't go out. To, if it's a Saturday night and I'm like, nah, you can't go out tonight. You got to stay in here with me. Mm-hmm. Then that's not really her doing what she wants to do. Like, she really doesn't want to be in the house with me. She wants to be out with her friends. Exactly. Why, the, why the fuck would I want her to? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's not <laughs> love. Like, 
What? That's not love. Like you telling somebody, I, like I want you or I need you to be in the house with me right now. Like, uh, it's, it's, I, it's, I don't think so. People, people, people show different. People show love differently, bro. Think yeah. about it. Like, think about it. Like your mom used to tell you, like, be home at this fucking time because yeah. she loves you and she ain't want nothing to happen to you. Yeah. So I, I understand, like, why females do this shit, but yeah. it's not right. But at the end of the day, that's not your mom, though. <laughs> and I, I, I yeah. think we talked about this in like earlier episodes, though, is that was the one thing that kind of always got on my nerves with my wife. She doesn't do it anymore now, but just that I kind of felt like she was trying to be like my mom, you know, and yeah, like yeah. kind of you feel like it's also male ego, too. You don't want to hear nobody telling you as a grown man yeah, yeah. what to do, but it just kind of felt like she was being like my mom. So it just kind of like, it really pissed me off sometimes. So I would just go out and, and like, I would go out just to kind of spite her and just be like, yo, I don't like, you're not going to tell me what to do, but I, I, <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm petty. Right. So I'm really working on she, that. <laughs> they, they not, they not moms, but they still show that same love. You know what I'm saying? That the moms do. They still worry about niggas. I think. <laughs> exactly. I saying something like that. People are using that Nip- Nipsey Hustle shit as like the reasoning why women act crazy as far yeah. as like going out and shit. This is like somebody said, like, this is the reason why we call a thousand times and we don't want y'all going out at all. Th- all right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. One no, thing has not. nothing to do with the other. Like, because <laughs> <laughs> like, we're. We're worried about you guys. We don't we don't care. Like, no, it's not. That's not the reason why. No. Uh-uh. You call a thousand times. Like, it doesn't yeah. make sense. I just spoke to you. <laughs> At the end of the day, though, I, I appreciate now being older, I appreciate my wife for like checking up on me and always making sure I'm good. Cause when they don't, it's weird because you don't like it. But when they stop doing it, it's like, yo, what the f-? like I don't she don't care about me no more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's then, how I be then, feeling like when it don't happen. So, yeah, I respect then it, maybe, though. maybe you start doing something just to, you know, what I'm saying, get some attention. You might make a little sub post or something. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's, that's some petty shit I would do. Because <laughs> men, men are sensitive too, bro. We don't want to admit that shit, but like we we get sensitive sometimes too, bro. I was just thinking about that. Like, why <laughs> is it so hard for for us to like show our like? Not true feelings, but like to care about, like to show that we actually like care about some shit. It's society, bro. You get shamed when when a man shows emotion, starts crying, and you get shamed, bro. That's that's how society like has us conditioned, bro. Hmm. Shame doesn't what like they shame as in like oh yo um yo this dude's a yo this dude's acting like a girl. This dude's mad emotional. Like emotion, emotion and man, like. And our society doesn't go together. What? True. Yeah, that's what, like, I was just thinking about that because when my grandma passed away this summer, and, like, the day it happened, like, I feel like Jess was just trying to, like, pull, like, the emotions out of me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, she wanted to see me. She's like, I don't think she's ever, I don't know if she's seen me cry before or not. But, like, mm-hmm. she was just trying to pull the emotions out of me. Like, mm-hmm. like that whole day, she was just, like... You okay? You okay? I'm like, yo, I, like I said, I was good. Mm-hmm. Like I was, a, I was, I was really crying. Like I cried to myself and shit. Like yeah. I was in the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? Taking a shit or whatever. <laughs> but I was really like, I locked it. Like I was in the bathroom for like an hour, bro. Mm-hmm. But I remember like she just, 
like the door was locked. She unlocked the door, like mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> just to see. Like I'm like, yo, she was the on fuck? it. Like yeah, like she, I, I, like she really. She don't think she don't know that I know, but I know she was just really trying to see me like at a vulnerable state, so yeah. she could use it against me one day. <laughs> so that's the only reason she did it for, <laughs> not because she cared about you, only because so she could use it and later. <laughs> Nah, I don't know why. I really have no idea why she did that. Like, she never did that before, just, like, busting a bathroom. But I was in there crying and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted some time to myself, but she really- Did she really... console you? Huh? Did she console you? Nah, I don't really need that shit. You know what I'm saying? Hugs turn me into a, a different beast, bro. Uh, there goes that male did... <laughs> mil- ego. Nah, I'm just messing. Nah, real shit, real shit, real shit. You think that hugs, like- being coached by hugs, it made like some of the shit that we go through in life, like, like it made it easier to deal with. Oh, for sure. You know, like it gave for niggas sure. like, like thicker skin, bro. So you know what I'm saying? Like, oh man, certain sh- like shit doesn't bother me. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I um, <laughs> I yo, I think hugs to this day, man, because it's like. Once you go through that program for four years, bro, it tests you mentally and physically. And once you get out, it's kind of like, I don't want to compare it to like the army Marines or something, bro, but you feel like a different, <laughs> you feel like a different animal when you leave, bro. You feel like you good with anything, like any, nothing, nothing can phase you. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing though, bro. Me neither. Because <laughs> it's like, I I don't show like. I just started showing more emotion now, but before when I got out of college, bro, I'm like, I ain't showing no emotion. Nothing bothers me. Nothing hurts me. Yeah. Like, I'm not human. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't, it, I don't know. Like, because Dylan, like, because I, I add that shit to, like, my relationship sometimes. I have to, I'll be catching myself sometimes, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I, like, I train just, like, we work out together sometimes. And, like, when she's not working as hard as, I think she should be working. And I'm like, like I kind of like do like the hug and sting, like uh the uh <laughs> what's it called? Like the motivation, uh negative reinforcement. Oh, negative <laughs> I'm like, oh you soft, man. You ain't even, you ain't even working hard, man. <laughs> what we doing here? You wasting my time. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I know, like I know, like my wife is yeah, like yeah. a sensitive person, bro. So yeah. like hurting her feelings, and I, I just got, I got catch myself sometimes. Bro. Hey, that's why um, I, I did the same. I worked out with my wife before Brit. You know, Brit's super sensitive too. I just got, I just had to learn that I just had to stop working her out because I expected yeah. her to be the same. <laughs> like you know, I, I I work out all the time. I just expect her to be like me. And I just was like, nah, she's not like me. So I I can't I can't do that anymore. I'm like, yo, just work out, just find a workout on the internet and you could <laughs> like I'm double working you out. Cause it's only going because it, it it not only starts there, but it goes back to the crib too. And I don't want that shit to go back to the crib with us. So I'm oh, like, yeah. yo, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good on that. I just I, I just try to like change like <laughs> This is gotta be be careful and just watch what you say, bro. I I didn't stop working. I <laughs> no, I stopped altogether because I wasn't gonna be careful about what I said. Cause I'm really like, you know how serious I am about working out, John. So like <laughs> I can't, yo, I can't I can't cut that off. So I'm like, yo, I just know myself, so I'm gonna just, you know, stop it altogether. <laughs> I think it's like a I think hugs has that like 
he passed along that that zero tolerance mentality that that gene you know what i'm saying like because husband put up with shit facts you know what i'm saying if you felt like you was slacking off at all felt like he can get more out of you yeah it's just tough love you know what i'm saying it really is but not everybody responds to it the same way though that's that's another uh top you saying tom izzo yeah i don't yeah, have anything player. wrong with what he did i don't see i don't know <laughs> like yo this new generation bro like the way people think not think but uh like Shit's changing, bro. It for is. the worse, I think. Like, <laughs> man, people were really upset about it. Like, it was just a, like an argument, bro. Yeah, he didn't put hands on him. He didn't touch him. He didn't <laughs> spit on him. Like, he didn't throw a chair at him. He just literally, like, he raised his voice at him. And then people was like, "Oh yeah, he had a clenched fist. Like, he was gonna fight him." I'm like, "What? You can't clench your fist now? Like, what the? <laughs> Are you serious? You can't clench your fist?" <laughs> bro, that brought back that that Ashbrook memory right there. Bro. <laughs> Yo, John, that will forever be my favorite moment, bro. John, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even gonna say the yeah, yeah, quote, yeah, yeah. Bro. Let's keep that for another time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, like people are really upset about that. Like you can't yell at kids now. Like, what would you do, like if if? All right, so yeah, let's put the shoes. Let's put you in that position. Like mm-hmm. you're a parent now, KJ. Yeah, your kid. You're like what, forty five, fifty years old. Mm-hmm. Your kid is in high school, college, and your 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 their coach is just berating them. Yeah. How do you how do you how do you react? See me, man. Um, just because I've always had tough coaches throughout my whole career, from high school to college, and whatever. Um, but so for me, it's like as long as they don't put their hands on my kid, that's that's stepping across the line because I never got my hand like nobody ever put their hands on me. You could say whatever you want. Like I have thick skin. I mean, of course, some things bother me more than others, but I have thick skin. I'm good with that. But once they put their hands on it, that's a different story. So I'm good until there's be, there's hands being put on my kid. But you, but you got to think you got to think, though, like. Your kid might not be able to, that's what we were just talking about with your wife. Your kid might not be able to tolerate the shit that you yeah. tolerated. Yeah. So like for sure. some of the some of the shit his coach is saying to him might really affect him like in a negative way. Yeah. But that's where where in the, you know, because we're talking about college, right? Or high school. High school or college. You got yelled at in high school, right? Yeah, I got Over yelled at. Yeah, for sure. I got yelled at in high school and college. See, this is where the this is I feel like where the parents come into play, where you have to know who your kid is and know how they need to be coached. And I think it's like, okay, if you don't, if a coach is coaching your kid a certain way that you know is not productive for them, you gotta maybe you have to go to another school. You have to find that right coach. Like, of course, if my coach couldn't, if um if my kid wasn't like me. I wouldn't send him to Coach Hugs, you know, because I know his style of coaching. I would send him to a more calmer coach who who approaches things differently. So you just asking for trouble if if you send him somewhere where the coaching is not where he can like thrive at. Facts. facts what about facts. you? I don't know, bro. Like it, de- it depends, bro. Like how my kid is, but like you said, you wouldn't send him. You would advise that they don't go to that school, but. It just depends, bro. Cause I'ma look at the whole situation. Like sometimes hugs will yell at me for quote unquote no no reason. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't know, bro. I don't know. I can't really speak on it until I'm in those shoes. But I probably 
would just tell my kid like, "Yo, this is life." Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like this, this is what this is what this is what happens. Like shit, is, shit isn't always fair all the time. That's what my mom told me. Like you just gotta be coachable, man. Like just go out and play. You gotta let it go one through one ear and out the other. You know what I'm saying. So yeah. I, I basically just tell my kids something along those lines. But I definitely have his back though. Like if he felt like he was treated unfairly. Oh, for sure. That's but that's the one thing I don't want to do. I want to. I want there to be a balance whenever I have kids. Like I want them to know that I'll have their back, but I also don't want them to feel like I'm gonna come there to their defense on every single thing. Because of course, yeah. there's gonna be some things where it is their fault and it is their bad, and they deserve what's being you know what's being said to them. I mean, not in a not in a crazy way, but just to have somebody check you and be like, "Yo, you need to be better." Like sometimes you deserve that. So I don't wanna I don't wanna enable them. I don't want them sure. to feel like they can just run to me with every single problem, you know? Cause that's not yes. how the world works. And be spoiled, basically. Exactly. Yeah, facts, facts. I don't know though. I yelled at your dog one time. He pissed on my floor and you got pretty <laughs> mad, bro. Nah, I was good. I yell at him all the time. Don't worry. You got you got pretty fucking mad. <laughs> you can't say anything to him that I haven't already said to <laughs> But it, so there's no difference between me yelling at him and you yelling at him. My dog, yeah, there's yeah, my dog, not my kid. What about your, what about your son? Not, I said yeah, my dog, not my kid. What if, if our kids are playing together and like they do some bad shit, is, do I have permission to spank your child? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no, you don't got permission what? to spank my child. Why would you want permission to spank my child? Why would you want if that you did on your some hand? Bad shit? It takes a village, bro. It takes a village to raise kids. So you bro. give me a permission to whoop your kid's ass? If he deserves it, yes. By all means. <laughs> I, trust, I trust you, bro. Like You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I trust you. I trust you. I just don't want another man putting hands on. <laughs> oh like, I, I trust your judgment, bro. Like if, if you, like, if you gave my son an ass whooping, then, like, he probably deserved it. We gotta you think. We gotta think about this though. We're not the only ones. Like we're not the only parent. There is another parent we have to consider because maybe they don't want. I'm sure. I don't know if Jess will want me putting hands on your kid or or vice versa. Or Britt will want you. Uh, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I make the fucking rules. It, it takes a village, though, right? I do believe that because I feel like back in the day there was uh there was a neighborhood where where uh, parents would give permission to like the neighbors and the people in the community to whoop their kids' ass if teachers, they see them doing something teachers, crazy. Yeah, teachers and all that. Yeah, my, yeah. my mom gave my teacher permission to, <laughs> to smack, smack me upside my head. Do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If I got out of line. But. See, I just don't know, man. Because we could all say that now. We And of course, we joking about it right now. But when it's your kid, bro, it's just a certain level of love like you have for your kid. And it's just like, you don't know what you would do if somebody else put their hands on your kid. But, so yelling at him is cool, though? Yeah, yell. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can yell at him all so, day. So, so, so if your son came home and was like, yo, Uncle John yelled at me. I'd be like, good for you. <laughs> like crying. Like crying. The, like I heard his feeling. The first thing I'm going to ask him is, what'd you do? <laughs> what'd you do for him to yell at you? <laughs> so can, can your mom... Can your mom or your brother or your sister beat you? Oh, yeah, kid? for sure. That's crazy. Family. This is family. But I can't. Wow. I, I, hey, John, Oops. you my guy, bro. <laughs> you my guy. I just want you to know that. But you can't put your hands on my kid, though. 
So what if your what if your wife your wife might not be cool with that though? Like you said. What? With uh my family put putting their hands on kids? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't think that she would have a problem with it. But if she did, we would talk about it. Cause my wife already said, like, she, she don't want <laughs> she don't want my son going to Louisiana just, just for that reason, bro. Cause really? Cause strict. <laughs> they got them switches yeah. out there, boy. Yeah. It's strict, bro. But that's where you learn like respect and and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Being a being a decent fucking human being, bro. I, I th- yeah, but not every kid learns that way though, bro. Not every it's kid <laughs> not every kid learns that way. I I definitely learned that way. I had to go through that. But you know, is it, that doesn't the same result doesn't happen to every kid, bro. I mean, what what it's like the ass whooping to it to like the timeout talk. Like if I do something bad and I know when I get home I'm gonna get my ass beat that's always in the back of my mind if if yeah, if the sure. punishment is time out I'll probably be like man you know what <laughs> I'll take this L <laughs> this I'll L is worth it <laughs> <laughs> let me steal this candy real quick out the store or I, I, I don't believe in time out I believe more in taking stuff away that they really want especially like these new generation kids like if you take away their iPhone oh man they would feel like they in fucking jail, bro. If you take <laughs> take away their iPhone or iPad, bro, they wouldn't know what to do. They would they would cry for real. True. That's not that's not a that's not enough for me. <laughs> it's not enough. That's a take mistake. That hurts, but it don't it don't hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like I could, I could think of like chores and shit. You know what I'm saying? Do some chores. Yeah. Or like do something. I don't know, bro. We gonna see. But, more than likely, I'm going to revert to our ass <laughs> Take me home through those country roads, Mountain Mama. So what's up with Saz, yo? Yo, um, man, he, he officially declared um, for the for the draft, for this year's draft, man. What what you think about that? I mean, like, last time we spoke, he was, they was talking about him coming back. Yeah. Not talking about the drive. I don't know. So he's back in the drive. I don't know, bro. I got mixed emotions. Here, here's my thing, bro. This and and he's like he's like a little brother to me. Like I like I like Sags a lot. I like his attitude. Uh-oh. I like Uh-oh. his <laughs> what? Nah, go ahead. <laughs> what? Hey, man. Let me let me get my let me get my feelings out before I say what I gotta say. <laughs> nah. So what I was saying is like I like Sags a lot. I like his attitude. He's improved so much from the first time I met him. I don't think that this is the right decision for him, but I can't blame him for making this decision. You know what I mean? Like he has he has dreams of going to the NBA. You know, he has talent. He can play in the NBA, I think. He can have a career. I don't think this is the right timing, but hey man, like I more power to him. I wish him nothing but the best. Like I told him earlier, I messaged him and told him uh congrats and good luck. And um yeah, yeah man, but I just it I, what, the timing is just not right to me. Tell us why you don't think this is the right time. Um, just because I feel like there's a lot of things he needs to work on as far as his in-court game. And I know that he can work on them at the next level. But I feel like if he does it now, he can hit yeah. the ground running once he gets to the NBA. And I feel like also from a maturity level, I feel like there's some things that, you know, because you're a grown man now. Like you're there's no yeah. more, there's no more people looking after you, class checkers, ain't no more study hall. You this is all your own time and what you do with it. And and that can get dangerous if you're not mature enough. 
So Fuck. I just, yeah, for those two reasons, man, but not saying like he has the talent, he can do it. It's just, I feel like he could use that one more year. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like Devin Williams all over again, bro. I think Devin Williams is having a great career, mm-hmm. by the way, playing EuroLeague. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shout out to Devin. Yeah. But he left too early. If you let him tell it, he'll tell you. Like, he left too early. I mean, he should have stayed an extra year. Mm-hmm. But I just think, like, I don't like I said before, I don't know if it's true or not, but they were saying, like, his knee was hurt. So he set out the rest of the whole season. But then, like, towards the tournament, they was like, he's a game-time decision. So I didn't really understand, like, <laughs> like yeah. what? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But was he – so if he was a game-time decision, I mean, it's like he was working out this whole time, like, because mm-hmm. you're not just going to – like, you know hugs. You're not just going to come back, like, yeah. and play. For sure. You know what I'm saying? So was he not, like, rehabilitating his knee this whole time? Like, was he not trying to come back? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, was he just, is it true? Like, yeah. basically just fuels the speculations or the, or the conspiracy that he just sat out to get ready for the draft, yeah. which is just bad advice. Like, because like I think Deshaun said before, like, you don't, you don't build your stock up by sitting out. Exactly. That's stupid. <laughs> that's so, yeah. That's why I couldn't understand why everybody was saying that. I'm like, that's stupid. Like, that's, that doesn't work. They want to see you play, and unless you're a top, unless you're a guaranteed top five pick, they want to see you play. <laughs> facts, facts. I don't know how true it is or not. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll ask them in summer, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it, the the whole thing just messed me up. Like, but you know what I'm saying? Good luck. I don't I don't think it's time for him to go either. Mm-hmm. Like you said, like I think his his stock dropped tremendously. Yeah, I don't think he's even in a mock draft anymore. Yeah, but. Good luck to him, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll see what happens. And I wish nothing but the best for him. Yeah, man. At the end of the day, Sags is a good dude. And uh, like I said, just being around him, like we were, like you were talking earlier, you get vibes when you're around people. I get a good vibe like when I'm around Sags. And I know he's a good dude and he just wants to, you know, he just wants what's best for him. But I just, like we talked about in the last episode, I just don't think he has the right advice. Like he's getting the right advice. And that's so, kind of and that's kind of sad because if if that's true, then he's gonna have these. I'm I'm guessing he's gonna have these people continue to be with him in his pro career too. So that doesn't help his pro career either. At all. So do you, so you think he's ready, like skill wise? No. No. As far as like his, why not? Um. He. All right, uh, you know, he's freak athlete. We all know Sags freak athlete, blocks everything, you know, um, great rim protector. He's worked on his outside shot. I feel like his post game could still get a little bit better, but he's working on his outside shot. What what position do you think Sags will play at the next level? I mean, do they even have positions in the NBA anymore, bro? They do. They do, but it's like he what okay what would you say is Sag's uh best talent his blocking ability right like his his ability to block shots defense defense yeah yeah so i'm not sure at his cuz you got to think about everybody's a, not everybody but 50 more than 50% of the players in the nba are freak athletes like sags who are taller <laughs> so it's like if that's 
and I and granted, Ben Wallace made a living off of that, and he, you know, he did very well, had a had a great career. But it's like, how many Ben Wallaces are there? <laughs> how many Draymond right. Greens are there? You know, you right. got to have another kind of skill. And I feel like he's he's developed a great outside shot, and even from three, but it could still be better, bro. He just. Yeah. It's just so much stuff that I, I I can see that he can get better at. And I'm just speaking from experience. So somebody who's been in that position who could have gone out like after my junior year and decided mm-hmm. to come back that, you know, I you just have to be real with yourself that like, yo, I'm not ready as much as I think I am. I'm not ready, you know. So I think that's that's kind of what I see. It's always good to get the NBA perspective. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I, don't, I don't really know. I don't really know. Honestly, I haven't played at that level. So you and Deshaun would know. <laughs> the goats. I'm, I mean, just being around basketball, I don't think you have to necessarily play at that level. Just just watching a lot of basketball, bro, you can just see it. And um, But not to say he's talented, like Sags is talented, bro. And if, if this is stuff that he can develop, he could definitely be a force for sure. So what's the... If Sags doesn't get drafted, like, what's the next step? Like, I mean, like, is he getting an agent? Like, is he in the draft? Like, he's in it. Like, okay, I don't know. I don't know if he got an agent. I just know that, you know, when somebody puts an official post out, like, on Instagram, letting everybody know that he's gone, he kind of can't come back. Like, he put himself in a, you know, if he, if he was deciding on maybe a little bit on coming back, he kind of put himself in a bad position. But, if he doesn't, if he doesn't get drafted, you know he can always uh, do summer league, and um, cause you know that's what I did. I um, I didn't get drafted. I I went to summer league, uh, did well with the Cavs, ended up playing for the Cavs D league team, and I got called up from there. So there's always yeah. that route. You can go to you can go the European route and kill in Europe and maybe get looks from the NBA. So there's all different type of things you could do. True. So you don't think like you think he's gone, gone like yeah. I he's think out. he's gone. I think he's gone. Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, because he did make the official like I'm gone post. Yeah, there's. No, I feel like there's no coming back from that. Like unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see what happens. Good luck. So he's officially alumni. Yeah. He playing an alumni game. You gonna try to get him for the alumni game? He couldn't even get him to play during the season. You think he's going to Oh, shit. Damn. <laughs> so, That's crazy. Nah, you know, everybody's invited back for the alumni game, man. So, question, though, is can uh, Beetle and Wes and Issa and all them dudes come back? That's not up to me. That's up to you. I tell you make all the decisions. That ain't up to me. <laughs> I don't make all the decisions. Yeah, you collective. do. <laughs> collective thing between us this this tight-knit family that we got hey like i said they always gonna be brothers man i think it's more i don't think it's up to us bro it's up to them if they feel comfortable in coming back because you know sometimes when you leave a situation you might not feel comfortable coming back because you don't feel like it's home anymore but i know we gonna i know as us like the older guys we always gonna accept them back no matter what so yeah I, i think most of the fans are gonna accept them back too I know they went, they went, they went hard on Issa, but they, they still, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're still gonna love him for sure. They as he, who he is as a person, who they are as people, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Worry about what they do. They never got into any fan off fan. the court trouble that I can think of. <laughs> I don't. I said that I can think of. I don't know. 
I mean, that doesn't really matter. Joe Mazzula got mad off the court, Charlie, and he was love by everybody. That's true. But then Joe really Mazzula does. was the MVP of the uh, Elite Eight. So, I mean, <laughs> uh, that's I mean a, that kind of winning cures a lot of things, bro. Issa was a thousand point scorer, though. <laughs> Wait, did be. you just try to compare both of those two? Kind of, yeah. Nothing against he's, he's, that's that's my guy too. But you can't go what MVP of the freaking Elite Eight game, bro, a, a, thousand a, thousand, a, a thousand point career score. That's a big deal, bro. The second time in, in program history, go to the Final Four, and you the MVP. I'm of not that about game. to let you. I'm not about to let you discredit my man on his a thousand points. I'm not bro. discredit. I you just heard that's me say tough. that's it. that's hard to do. It is. Tough. Yeah, you said you couldn't well, do it. You said. You said with all due respect, <laughs> but then disrespecting my man. Now I'm about to sit here and disrespect my man. What you mean? I, I definitely could have got a thousand points if I would have been allowed to shoot. Get the. the f- <laughs> <laughs> That's a different story. Oh man. man! But yeah, speaking of other alumni gang, got a big announcement. What's going on? I think we finally, we finally got the venue. Hey, we will be at. Fairmont State University again. So it's going to be lit. You know, they they hosted us the last two times, last two alumni games. It's going to be July 6th. Uh, tickets will be on sale soon at JFlow ENT. So Fairmont State, they, they hosted us the last two times, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they've been a really good host. Yeah. It's a it's a great environment, you know what I'm saying. I was thinking about going back to Morgantown High School. That was that was cool too, but as far as like the seating, and stuff, I think the fans are more comfortable at the the college. You know what I'm yeah. saying. So we're gonna go back there. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, I'm working on getting all the players together. If anyone finds Deshaun Butler, tell him I need his TBT video. <laughs> he still ain't give you his TBT video yet, Bruh. <laughs> who, who has I given thought, you that TBT video besides me thought, and Juwan? I thought I thought he was gonna be the first. Yeah, but uh, Jay Sean just sent his. Okay. You, Juwan, me, Joe, Joe, Joe Alexander. Uh huh. So five. And that's it. Yeah, we got five. Mm. I thought Deshaun was gonna be the first one. Yeah, Deshaun likes to do stuff in his own time. It's all right. I never know what he's doing over there. <laughs> but yeah, alumni game, Fairmont State, July 6th. Tickets will be available at JFlow ENT soon. And we're working on getting the venue in Beckley for our exhibition game for the alumni game. Been working with my man Herbie Brooks. Nice. Who was in talks with. Hopefully, we can get the armory down there. Okay. And uh, have an exhibition game, whip up on some folks, get ready for this, this to win this $2 million. Let's get it. I'm ready. Hey, what you going to do with so, your part of the money if we win? You, would you, part of my money. Yeah. Would you go, would I'm you kidding. go, would you play overseas if we win this, if we win the tournament? Would you play this uh, next year, season? Yeah, but I'll probably be picky as hell. I'll probably. <laughs> Wait till fucking January, like you like do. me. <laughs> I probably do that, but what's crazy is 
I'm gonna pocket the whole two million. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you're not. That's what you. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder how they do that. I wonder if they just write a big ass two million dollar check to the to the GM, and then they got to divide it out amongst themselves. You would wonder that, huh? Question. I I wonder if that I too. Wake up, if I wake up with two million dollars in my bank account, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> oh, best believe you're getting robbed. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Y'all would never see me again. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Best believe you are getting robbed. <laughs> you think I would do that, bro? You think I just nah, I would. Them? Nah, I don't. I don't think that's that's not your character, bro. That's not your character. If I say that until there's two million <laughs> in the account, bro. I ain't never seen two million in the account, bro. Max. Shit, me either. <laughs> six, six zeros change your life. Is that six zeros? Yeah, six zeros. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's true. I would I would hope you wouldn't do that, John. I don't know though. Nah, I wouldn't do that, bro. Y'all my bros, man. Yeah. Y'all my bros, man. Like I don't pe- I don't think people understand. Like y'all my my folks, dog. Yeah. Yo, no lie, bro. No lie, bro. <laughs> like you like no li- like we joking right now, but like you definitely put on for for WVU and like the alumni, bro, from the TBT tournament to you know getting venues for the alumni game and all that, bro. Like you, like you do your thing. Yeah, man, I'm trying, man. But y'all, y'all help a lot too. Like shit wouldn't be possible without y'all players and y'all fans, for real. Especially y'all, y'all like y'all, y'all players just coming back and supporting, bro. Just the support, dog. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't want to go to this. You know what I'm saying? Camp or whatever. Yeah. John got going on, but y'all y'all show up and show out, man. Yeah. So really appreciate y'all. And especially y'all that sent the videos in. It's <laughs> just getting on my knees. It's just hard, bro. Like it's, it's not hard, it's just a headache. I bet. But, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. True. Thanks, bro. So so yeah, we could wrap it up before Dave interrupts. I hear his dumbass about to come in here. Yeah, man. So hey, it's another episode of Final Forecast with Kevin Jones. And your boy Jay Flizzy. Hopefully next episode we'll have our other two uh co-hosts, but I'm not sure with the way things been going lately. <laughs> <laughs> Peace.